This episode is brought to you by our friends at Squiz. Squiz is a student experience platform that offers a full suite of solutions developed exclusively for higher education. Squiz has so many exceptional products that are worth checking out, but the two that I've been most impressed by are their custom site search product, Funnelback, and their website platform, which is a true DXP. And don't worry, I'll explain what that means in just a second. For the next wave of digital natives, search is not ancillary to navigation. Search is navigation. And Funnelback enables schools like yours to build custom smart site search. So that way your nursing program actually comes up when someone searches nursing instead of that one nursing faculty event registration page from like two years ago. And their DXP, it's so much more than a traditional website CMS. A CMS is meant for exactly what it claims to be, content management. It's an important part of your marketing tech stack and important part of the student life cycle. But that's just it. It's just a part. A DXP, a digital experience platform, is built to be the hub of your MarTech stack. It relies on powerful integrations, data management, and an open platform in order to create the kind of experiences simply not possible with a normal CMS. Say goodbye to the finicky plugins of WordPress and the crappy site architecture of Drupal that hurts your SEO and get ready to meet the fastest, most powerful, and most personalized website platform for colleges and universities on the market. Today, the student experience begins online, not at school. And as an enrollment marketer, your job is to ensure that prospective students find what they are looking for as quickly and as easily as possible. Squiz is the secret friction reducers that schools across the globe are using to not just attract the next generation of students, but nurture them to the point of enrollment in a way that is conducive and not counter to how they consume information and make purchasing decisions. You can learn more about Squiz at enrollify.org forward slash Squiz. Again, that's enrollify.org forward slash Squiz. Welcome to Fanatical Fridays, a weekly podcast where I sit down with Mickey Baines, a principal at Kennedy & Company, which is a higher education consulting firm, to discuss the traits, the strategies, and the tactics that separate the best enrollment management teams from the rest of the pack. I'm Zach Buzicruz, founder here at Enrollify. Enjoy the show. So I got to tell you guys something. I am actually on a dairy farm, a 120-acre dairy farm in the middle of nowhere in Ferndale, California. Ferndale, California is about four hours north of San Francisco, and it's this beautiful little quaint coastal town. And my wife and I are – this is where we're going to be living for the next week. For those of you who don't remember where – Digital nomads, uh, thanks to COVID, so we've been hopping around the country, staying at new Airbnbs every couple weeks, and this week we are in Ferndale, so I'm in this beautiful Airbnb, it's decked out in the latest of Farm Chic, which is apparently a new up-and-coming style, Um, and it's a beautiful early morning here. Unfortunately, though, I am alone on today's pod because uh, my co-host, my better half, Mickey, is still uh, recovering from his second COVID shot. Go Mickey, fully vaccinated, and just needed to call an audible last minute. So what we're going to do today, because we don't have to, uh, Mickey's not going to be a part of the conversation, which means we get to talk about marketing. Woo! We could talk about marketing all day. Um, 
And we're specifically going to make this episode short, sweet, and talk about YouTube advertising and specifically how to use YouTube advertising for brand awareness. And we're going to talk about some campaign ideas that you guys can snatch and steal right now and go implement within your own context. So without further ado, welcome friends to Fanatical Fridays. So one of the questions I get a lot from enrollment marketers is, should I start advertising on YouTube? YouTube as a platform is still pretty novel when it comes to it being taken what I call seriously as an advertising vehicle for people that are working in college admissions or or even um, college marketing departments. And even if YouTube advertising is happening at a school, it's typically happening in uh, Marcom, right? So typically marketing is in charge of developing uh, channel-specific strategies, executing these campaigns, et cetera. I think that there is a lot more opportunity for admissions to be a part of that conversation, by the way, because I do think that even though YouTube is primarily a vehicle through which brand awareness happens, there's just so, as you'll as you'll hear in a second, so many people, so many prospects that are spending an increased amount of time on the platform that it's kind of hard to ignore. Um, it's It's... You know, in the same way that I would, I would strongly advise against admissions ignoring uh, your your school's Instagram strategy, even if it is without, uh, you know, outside of your control. I'd highly recommend you understand what your school is doing on YouTube, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, and see if you might be able to get a seat at the table to throw out some campaign ideas that are a little bit more enrollment focused. So we're going to dive into some of those ideas today. But right off the bat, right, just to level set, make sure we're all, all on the same page here. YouTube has over 2 billion active users and 90% of Gen Z uses YouTube on a monthly basis. That's a lot of time, right? And 70% of users in 2020 bought from a brand after seeing an ad on YouTube in 2020. So people are at home, right, uh, during the pandemic. They are, their amount of video content, uh, their streaming has increased exponentially. Uh, and 70% of brands can uh, can attribute a purchase coming from an ad campaign that they ran on YouTube last year. The average user spends 23.2 hours per month watching content on YouTube, right? It's almost a full day's worth of content that is being streamed in any given month for, again, this is the average, right? That's a lot of time people are spending consuming content on this platform. So yes, yes, you should. If you aren't advertising on YouTube, if you have no plan to advertise on YouTube, it's time to, to rethink that. Um, the, the platform, especially for colleges and universities, as I mentioned, is still is still scary. So hopefully we can break this down a little bit, make it a little bit less scary, and give you guys some ideas for how to get started. So what I want to focus on today, too, is just a very, very quick elementary sort of overview of YouTube advertising. And then we're going to talk specifically about driving awareness, right? We're going to do a three-part series here, actually. So we'll be talking about driving awareness today. We'll talk about YouTube's consideration stage uh, offerings um, at a later point. And then finally, their um, their lead gen offers at a um, a point after that. So I don't exactly know when these episodes will publish, but we're going to do this three-part series. So first and foremost, let's talk about awareness. So YouTube has a number of ad types, and I really want to talk about three tips to sort of driving awareness with YouTube ads. And really what's most important is 
to consider is the actual ad format. So there are three ad type ad formats that are worth paying attention to. If you're trying to increase awareness about your program, you're trying to increase awareness about the fact that, you know, maybe your school has a, um, a new uh, degree completion program. Maybe there's a new special faculty member that has joined the team that's worth highlighting that has some notoriety, right? The three formats you want to be paying attention to are bumper, skippable in-stream and non-skippable in-stream. So let's break these down quickly. What are they and why might you want to consider them as, as options? So starting with the bumper. Bumper is a video ad which is six seconds or shorter and they play before, during, or after other videos. So this is like the, you know, the six second ad that you're used to seeing when you log on to YouTube and you don't have, as the viewer, you don't have the option to skip the ad, right? So you've got to watch the full seconds, the full six seconds in order to uh, access the, the video content. Sometimes these bumper ads play in between, like if you have a YouTube playlist or if you've got YouTube kind of autoplay enabled so that one video sort of streams into the next video, bumper ads will often um, come between those two formats. And I think that there's uh, th these are a little bit more uh, affordable. They're, they have a cheaper sort of CPM. Um, and you've got, you know, a short amount of time to get a message, your message across, right? Like six seconds is not a lot of time. Um, and requires a fair amount of creativity to think about how do you communicate like a story? How do you communicate a solid message in such a short period of time? So I see uh, opportunity here in terms of like a campaign idea is or uh, a, um, a brand, um, you know, topic that you're trying to get across here. I would focus this I would focus on this format for things like financial aid PSAs or app deadline extensions. So let's say like you know that you're ta you're targeting a specific geo and apps are down in that in that specific geo and it's normally sort of like a, a, a you know high performing uh, uh, area for you. I would run a quick six second um, bumper ad campaign that just make sure uh, people in that community, um, I would just, you know, geofence them, understand that you've actually extended your, your your app deadline, right? So, you know, from May 1 to June 1, let's, you know, say. This, this I think, will work really, really well for um, for schools that do have either rolling admissions and or schools that have um, the flexibility to kind of play with dates a little bit. Not all schools do. Um, but if you do, I think uh, an app deadline extension campaign makes a ton of sense here and or even just a simple financial aid PSA. So something like we've added 10 more scholarships to our offerings. Check out, um, check them out now. Or, hey, you know, um, here's meet with a admissions, uh, a financial uh, aid officer to discuss, you know, to break down basically your aid offering and or, you know, et cetera. So the point being very quick, very short, uh, PSA style kind of communications there for the bumper ad. The second ad format is skippable in stream. And this is a video ad which plays before, during, or after other videos. And viewers have the option to skip this format after five seconds. So you do have a longer message and this does allow you to um, you know, reach greater audiences than the bumper ads uh, offer. And you know, as a best practice, YouTube recommends that you limit these videos to 30 seconds or less. So you've, you know, you've got 5x the the time more or less that you have uh, with um, bumper ads to be able to communicate your message, right? Which is which is really really important and great. But you still got to keep it concise. You still got to keep it short. 
Um, and you have to recognize that you've got to get your core message across in five seconds so that people want to keep listening to the ad and or have enough context on what the ad is in order to you know remember that and hopefully go and perform some particular action after they've consumed the content that they're trying to that they are trying to consume. So I see opportunity here in terms of uh, campaigns focus on some sort of like premium content offer promotion scholarship guide a you know the GRE cheat sheet guide or some sort of resource that you can basically promote and say look click through here to download this uh, this offering or hey we've analyzed um, you know maybe it's something like uh, download this this uh, alumni outcomes resource where we break down the jobs that our alumni had one three and five year our alumni, our alumni have uh, have landed one, three, five, maybe even ten years post graduation, so that students get a uh, prospective students get an understanding of like the ROI of their of their investment at your college or university over time, right? So some resource like that, and then three non skippable in stream ads. So this is a video ad which plays before, during, or after another video. Viewers do not have the option to skip the ad, and non skips are fifteen seconds or shorter. And so this is basically an extended bumper ad. This costs more. This is uh, YouTube's most uh, expensive uh, ad format in terms of CPM. And you, you're going to want to, you know, target your, uh, your the, the beauty of this particular format is you've got, you know, three times-ish, uh, you know, 2.25 or whatever it is, times more time to, um, to tell your story than you do on the bumper ad. But you still... Right, you don't have as much real estate as a skippable in-stream ad. So, but 15 seconds, right? Like that's enough time to craft a story um, and be compelling, be concise, be specific about what you want users to do. And I see this as an opportunity to highlight a student testimonial or even do a very quick program highlight reel. This is again uh, not a, not a skippable ad, um, and I think that that additional real estate gives you plenty of time to um you know do a three uvps about program x or you know uh, have five students very quickly back to back just you know say in like one or two words what they love about your school or your program etc um so that's non-skippable in stream ads so those are quick download on YouTube ad formats and the ones, uh, you know, what ad format you might want to consider based off of your campaign goal. Audience parameters also matter a lot on YouTube. So when you go to actually build out your audience profile, um, what's important to understand is that you don't want to opt out of video partners on the display network. So it gives you this option, and a lot of people like default to it for some reason because they will, you know they want to ensure that it's only playing on YouTube. But you know Google's really really powerful, and their display network is quite large. So Google Video Partners extend the reach of your video ads to a collection of leading publisher sites and apps, and so. In essence, if you enable this, if you don't opt out of it, it allows Google to better understand, okay, who are you trying to get in front of? Maybe your audience is on YouTube, but maybe it's, you know, maybe their frequency of YouTube visits is maybe closer to the once a month than like daily active users. Um, and if Google knows this, they can get your video ads in front of um, the your target audience on other platforms, on places where they're playing, on apps that they've downloaded on their phone, uh, games that they're playing, right? Other, you know, publishers that they read and follow and, and trust. So 
don't opt out of video parameters on the display network. Number two, only use one audience category per campaign and one audience per ad group. So stay organized and you want to build up frequency um, by using just one audience category per campaign. Uh, and unless you have a predetermined budget per audience or creative, this basically just helps uh, you better understand whether it's a creative challenge, if it's not performing the way that you expect, whether it's an audience challenge, um, et cetera, or whether it's an ad group you know, challenge. Maybe maybe the ad format is, is just not the ad format that you need to be using. So this basically is just to help you streamline and better understand what's performing well and why so that you have information to be able to, you know, tweak your strategies and get the you know best bang for your buck from from YouTube ads. And then uh, YouTube also gives you the ability to exclude audiences that you've already used. So what's kind of cool about this is like you can say, hey, I want to send this particular video ad to uh, people who have not already seen it, right? And this has to happen obviously over a period of time. But what's neat about this is let's say you wanted to test a subsegment of your audience. And so Maybe you've got a broad audience of like, you know, they meet uh, the geo of, uh, I don't know, New England, right? And they are from uh, private schools and uh, private high schools. And, um, you know, maybe they have a household income of $150,000 a year or more or something like that, right? That's a that's a decently specific, specific audience, but it's still very, very, very broad, right? But so maybe if you wanted to layer in like interest after that, like interested in, um, you know, biology, right, or the, the hard sciences or something like that, and you wanted to do some interest targeting, what you could do is you could, you know, run that campaign to the entire audience um, already, then run that campaign uh, to later on those interest targetings, right, run it again. And then if you wanted to, you know, change that up and, you know, run a, uh, you know, uh, a campaign to folks who are a little bit more interested in the humanities from that original audience, you could exclude all the people that met the criteria for the hard sciences uh, audience. So anyways, it's just, it allows you to have a little bit more control over the repetition that happens um, on many platforms, right? So a lot of you guys have all been on Facebook and Instagram where you've scrolling, you've scrolled and you've seen like the same ads over and over and over. And in theory, like I think it's something like five uh, four or five times is, uh, I think, the optimal time to kind of see an ad in order to uh, generate uh, ad recall, which is, you know, a, a metric that advertisers pay a ton of attention to. How, uh, you know, how um, how much do people sort of remember your ad um, in any given in any given uh, period of time? And but you know, ad fatigue is also a real thing. So once you've seen something like six or more times, I think it's like you're dramatically less likely to convert. You're dramatically less uh, likely to connect with the brand but like four to five is sort of like that that magic um that sweet spot so you've seen it enough times to be able to like recognize the logo and have a basic understanding at least of like what the product or service is um so anyways this is a long way of saying that other ad platforms don't really give you this ability to exclude um audiences that you've already used they don't make it as easy i should say and youtube does so i think that that's a pretty cool offering finally youtube has this great um uh I guess they call it a service um, called Brand Lift. And what Brand Lift does is it helps you understand how your video ads influenced ad recall and brand awareness among your audience at no additional cost. So you can do this before your campaign. So basically, um, YouTube will help to uh, design this very, very simple survey and they will um, enable you to get a better understanding of like 
in YouTube land, right? How do people understand your brand? Like, what do they remember about your offerings? What do you, your your school's offerings? What do they think about your 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 institution? Um, what programs do they you know associate with your school, etc.? So you can actually run this quick little survey um, before, and YouTube will provide that information with you, and then you can run your ads, and then YouTube will do a follow up survey to best understand. Okay, how did these particular ads do at uh, increasing uh, awareness about a particular offering. And they do this through search and, um, and, and surveys. And this is really, really powerful, guys, because in essence, it's kind of like getting a focus group without like really needing to pay a lot of money for uh, really no money for a focus group. I'm sure there are limits, and I've actually never used brand lift so um i can't speak to its accuracy and how helpful how helpful it actually is um however in prepping for uh this this episode i did read a fair amount about brand lift and uh there were lots of really good comments um around its its success and its helpfulness in terms of determining what works and what doesn't and again youtube obviously is incentivized to keep you you know, on the platform as an advertiser. And so they want to make your ads work and resonate with your particular audience. So I think that this layered on service is an attempt to to genuinely help you better understand, is what you're offering working? Is it the right audience or is it not? Are people just having, you know, is your story too complicated? Is your six second, you know, um, bumper ad just too robust? Um, and these insights can be incredibly powerful as you're thinking about like crafting a budget that makes sense to allocate toward YouTube and breaking down strategies beyond sort of just basic brand awareness into kind of the conversion and ultimately sort of like the lead gen offerings that YouTube has. So last but certainly not least, just wanted to give you guys, uh, wanted to break down these campaign ideas a little bit more. Um, I've shared them, I've shared like a highlight of them already with you, but campaign idea number one for getting started, again, these are all sort of like in brand awareness land, is that app deadline extension. So I would pick a theme, like a new scholarship or grant opportunity, promote that, and find a way to, maybe it's by partnering with um, uh, an organization, another brand, maybe it's by using uh, something like bolt.org to, to create this scholarship, but find a way to create some new scholarship, even if it's simple, and, and or some you know grant opportunity, and um, have that be the theme of your campaign. Pick the bumper ad format, okay, the six-second format, and you when you're building out your audience, you want to select a custom audience, and you want to combine keywords, URLs, and apps to create your own audience tailored to what your school needs. So if you know, for example, that your audience uses these particular keywords in search, you understand that um, this audience uh, visits these particular URLs frequently. Maybe it's even like the financial aid pages of your competitors, for example, uh, which I think could be super, super powerful. Um, use all of that as you're building your audience. And YouTube makes this very easy. It operates very uh, similarly to how Google Ads operates in terms of like setting up your ad campaign. Obviously, Google owns YouTube. Um, and spend $5,000, okay? It's a, again, low CPM here, so uh, that should that should give you enough, uh, you know, it's still, you know, not tons of money, but should give you enough of an insight to feel a little bit, um, to, to at least garner an understanding of what's working and why. Campaign ID number two is the premium content or tool promotion. So the theme here, I think um, maybe this is a little bit more focused on graduate programs and you could do like a graduate programs outcome calculator. So like see where you could be in, you know, one, five, 10 years, whatever it might be, um, post-graduation. Maybe 
I'd recommend I'd recommend one, three, and five. Ten seems like forever. Um, and select the, a skippable in-stream ad for this. So you have a little bit more real estate to tell the story, to show off the tool, talk about the premium content piece. And, and what I'm thinking too, like this is like a a uh, get a story of a student. You know, the first frame is like a student. Uh, uh, you know, wearing, I don't know, like a nice suit and, you know, walking through New York City, something super dramatic. Um, and maybe they're on Wall Street and then, you know, maybe flash to another student that's like working at a startup. Um, maybe they flash to another student who's like at like uh, YC and just got, you know, approved, just got funding for their startup idea or something like that, right? Something really, really fun. Very, very like literally like 1.5 second vignettes of this happening. Um, and then uh, talk about sort of like, you know, some brand, you know, promise statement about our alumni are wildly successful after pursuing this particular graduate program. Um, you know, download our resource to see where you could be in one, three and five years from now. That would be powerful um, in terms of video ad format, throw in a quick little CTA there and have folks uh, click on over to the landing page to download that resource. Uh, for audience, again, use custom audiences here. Don't use any um, programmable audiences. And you're going to want to combine keywords, URLs, um, and you know other apps that you might that this that your audience, your target audience might be might be using regularly. Um, because this is a little bit of an older audience, I would um, really do keyword research before to understand sort of like, okay, where are these? What are these people actually searching for with respect to um, this program? Um, or this or this uh, this discipline that's very important information and context because again YouTube is like the second biggest search engine after uh, after uh, Google right so like a lot of people are starting with search when it comes to YouTube in the same way that they do on Google also YouTube and Google search are like in uh, increasingly integrated so that's why like more and more you see like YouTube videos populating as you're just searching for like I don't know a recipe for how to make chicken carbonara or whatever it is um and anyways you're, you're gonna see more and more uh video ads videos pop up into general search general google search results finally campaign idea number three is the program highlight so the theme here is i would you know select a degree completion program and do like flash cuts of alumni sharing what they do and where they work so this is actually uh an idea i had maybe a couple weeks ago and i shared it with a colleague um uh, a partner of Enrollavise, and I'm hoping that they actually pull this off. But like, I had this like uh, vision of just a kind of like you know when you're you, when um, a new sort of fitness brand is promoting their protein powder or like their uh, their work their workout offering, they'll do like before and after pictures of like look at how our clients lost 500 pounds and now they looked ripped, right? Um, I think it'd be kind of cool to do something with similar to that with um, folks who are um, finishing, you know, getting, uh, enrolling in a degree completion program and, and finishing their bachelor's. And because they, you know, there's, I don't know, something like 70 million, um, uh, folks in the U S who have some college, but haven't actually finished their bachelor's degree. So this audience is obviously like a large audience that a lot of schools are incentivized to, to go after. And every school I talk to that has a degree completion program kind of struggles with marketing, right? Because again, like you're marketing to people who are, um, in a wide variety of, 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 you know, walks of life. And it's not just like an, a high school junior or high school senior, which yes, obviously there are differences between high school juniors and seniors across the spectrum, but, um, you know, they're from a similar age, uh, age range. They care. You can, you understand basically what they care about. Um, when you get into degree complete completion land, like you could be talking to a 
20-year-old, you could be talking to a 50-year-old, right? Um, and there's a lot of variance, obviously, between life and life circumstance um, in, in those in those 30 years. So anyways, I digress. Point being, having a quick sort of flash cut of a student saying, here's where I was, uh, here's, and then here's now, you know, here's where I work now. And it's basically like a, I don't know, like a, I was making minimum wage or whatever it is. Here I am now, and it's a flash, and maybe it's even just like a turn. So it's like a dramatic turn, and then like they're dressed in like a suit. They're dressed in like a nice black startup, you know, T-shirt, um, and they're smiling. And then like the company's logo, you know, rolls across their chest or something like that. It, maybe it's a company uh, branded T-shirt or something like that, um, or or a briefcase. And so, anyways, point being, just like showing outcomes showing outcomes showing outcomes okay and the format for this ad would be a non-skippable in-stream ad so uh again you have 15 seconds here to tell the story which is plenty of time get three to four um students and that's it audience again you want to tap into a custom audience not a programmable audience anyone combine keywords urls and apps that this audience visits regularly and use that as part of your profiling. So to recap, when it comes to driving awareness with YouTube ads, really pay attention to ad format. It does matter, guys. Your audience parameters also matter. So making sure that you are defining that audience specifically use most of the time you're going to want to use those custom audiences and then finally when it comes to awareness ads performance, it's really important to use a tool like Brandlift to best assess whether or not right your ad has had the kind of result um the kind of ad recall that you uh that you want it to because again awareness ads are typically focused more on general brand awareness and less focused on sort of like clicks and conversions so hopefully that was helpful guys um let me know send me an email at zach at enrollify.org if you like this content or if you hated it if this was helpful or if this was confusing everything that we do we do to try and help you all move the needle in your own context and get better results. Um, so that's all I got for you. Have an amazing week and weekend, and we'll see you next time. Hey friends, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Fanatical Fridays with Mickey Baines. If you have an idea for a topic you think we should cover on this show or riff on, please feel free to reach out directly to me at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at enrollify.org, um, and I will bring it up with Mickey, and we will chat about it on an upcoming episode. So again, that's Zach, Z-A-C-H, at enrollify.org, and reach out if you have questions, comments, thoughts, ideas for things that we should be talking about. All right, guys, take care, and we'll see you next week.